Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Good morning, and welcome to A Penny for Your Thoughts with Brian Barnhart on News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM WDWS. For nearly seven decades, Champaign-Urbana's daily gathering spot for conversation, dialogue, and ideas. You can join it on the phone, via text, or online. Our phone number is 217-356-9397. Or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Or email us at talk at wdws.com. Now... Here's your host, Brian Barnhart. And good morning, everybody. Welcome to a Tuesday here near the end of June. Hey, we made it. It's primary day. How do you like that? Boy, that seemed like a long time off back at the end of April or so. And here we are now on June the 28th. So today is primary day. I'm with you for just an hour today. We've got Paul Rudy's On the Money coming up in the second hour today from 10 to 11. And then we'll analyze all the results tomorrow. Our former colleague here at the radio station, Patrick Finkston with the Illinois, will join me. So we'll talk to him tomorrow in the 9 o'clock hour, get his breakdown on everything that happens. Lots of things. Uh, what's at stake in today's primary, and Jeff Delessio broke it all down as far as some um, referenda that are out there, new junior high for Muhammad Seymour, the uh, bond issue that's out there. We've talked quite a bit about that. Also, uh, read on how much Donald Trump's influence matters in Illinois. He endorsed Darren Bailey. He endorsed uh, Mary Miller. We'll see if that carries through and uh, which one wins and if both win or whatever the case may be. And there's some other ones out there, Lincoln, uh, Lincolnshire Fields Fire Protection District, Bonville uh, Fire Corporation, uh, the service provider there, the um, 13th Congressional District with that new district that's been drawn. So that's going to be interesting. Uh, did you vote today? How's it going at the voting uh, booths so far? And I'd like to just kind of take an informal survey. Did you vote early? Did you already vote? Some people have already done that. I know Gentry said he voted early a week or so ago. Uh, did you do a mail-in ballot? Just curious to see how people voted here in the primary, uh, which is officially uh, today. Mentioned we'll have Patrick Finkston on tomorrow. Thursday, the new uh, police chief in Champaign, Timothy Tyler, will be our guest. He'll be in studio on Thursday morning. We'll have Justice Robert Steigman with us both hours coming up on Friday. Mike Namoff will be with me on the 5th, local businessman. Ed Bond will be hosting a patriotic show on July 4th, next Monday, as we uh, take the day off. But Ed is working, and he'll be here with a show for you there. 
Had that train accident in Missouri. 46 migrants found dead in a tractor trailer in San Antonio. January 6th hearing holding a surprise hearing today. President Biden at the G7 meetings. And what's going on with all the flights? Why have there been so many cancellations? If we get a chance, we'll touch on that. If we don't, we'll uh, touch on it sometime during the week in our other open line segments. We'll take a break, get it started with you on an open line, a fast one, up until 10 here on Penny for Your Thoughts. Sixty-seven degrees, headed for a high of uh, eighty-three today. All right, how's it going out there as far as uh, voting today? And let's go to the phones here. And Richard is with us. How you doing, Richard? I'm doing great. Uh, I I just reported. I uh, at seven twenty this morning. I drove to Bible Baptist Church to vote, and the printers were out of order, so they couldn't print the ballots. They had one electronic machine that you could cast a vote, but that wasn't functioning either. So I had to leave without casting a vote. Hmm. They tell you to come back later. I I was going to try to go back later. I I thought it was my understanding that Aaron Ammons uh, providing equipment for voting. Say you you broke up a little bit there. Say what? Aaron Ammons what? I thought Aaron. Am- Aaron Adams is in charge of providing equipment at the places to where you vote. Well, that's, I think that's part of the job, yeah. Anyway, it did, he didn't get the job done at Bible Baptist Church today. Hmm. Okay, so uh, what they just tell you to come back and check in with him later, huh? I'll have to, I'll have, I don't yeah. think I can call. I'll just have to drive over again yeah. hope, and hope they got it working now. All right, that's on Kirby, right? Yes, that's yeah. right. Okay. Wes Kirby. Thank, thank Very you good. Much. Thank you, Richard. Sorry about that. Uh, 217-356-9397. Uh, got a texter said, have you guys heard of any voting problems this morning? I tried to vote at the church on Turkey Farm Road in Muhammad, but their system was down because they said the county clerk's office loaded the wrong software. They didn't know how long it would take to correct the problem. Okay, I don't know if that's tied in. That's in Muhammad, it looks like. And let's see. Another text says, don't go to Bible Baptist Church to vote. They cannot get the machines working. About 10 people were in line. Several of us left. Okay, I appreciate that text. Uh, Just wondering how it's going out there as far as uh, any other informal survey is uh have did you vote are you voting today did you already vote early and you can just text it in if you want uh or did you um vote by mail just curious how uh kind of an informal survey here on penny penny for your thoughts first caller couldn't vote printers note printers not working an electronic vote machine not working as well is what um, the texture says. Uh, depending for your thoughts, can anyone explain to you why after almost four years on the job, Aaron Ammons can still have such a dysfunctional election system? There are reports of printers not being able to print ballots at polling places this morning. There are mail-in ballot envelopes arriving with no actual ballots inside. There are people receiving new multiple voter IDs with their names in them. 
There are people receiving multiple mail-in ballots. I've had a neighbor and his wife taken off the voting registry because the clerk's office sent their new voter ID card to their actual physical home address instead of their mailing address. Since the physical address was undeliverable, the ID cards were returned as such and they were removed into the registry, from the registry, sorry. This has happened in two consecutive primaries to them. Nothing has changed since before Ammons took office. Why is there now a problem with the clerk's office and mailing addresses? While not election-related, I've had a township highway commissioner tell me the mail from the clerk's office can mysteriously show up at one of four different places. The previous commissioner's house, the current commissioner's house, the township supervisor's house, or where it's supposed to be sent, the post office box. How difficult can it be to mail the items to the correct address? That's from Aaron. All right, 917 at uh, News Talk 1400, DWS. Tiny's with us. Good morning. Uh, the same thing happened to me out here on South Pilo Road. Uh, the uh, Nothing's working in there, but it finally did, and I did get to vote. And it couldn't happen to a nicer guy than Aaron Amons. He's always bragging about what all he does, and he's bought more machinery than anybody, and he just got all the up-to-date stuff, and look at here what we're happening today. And, you know, maybe it's just a quirk. Maybe it's not Aaron's fault. I don't know. But it's happening, and uh, it must be all over. So where did where did you vote? No. Where where do you vote at? Out on Philo Road. Philo uh, Road. Okay. Uh, yeah, South Philo Road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you it's said a, so you said they got it working there eventually. Eventually, yeah. yeah. They, okay. Yeah, between about three people, they finally they got it working. Yeah, I voted on the punch machine instead of marking it down with a pencil. Mm, okay. They've got an automatic machine there that you can vote on, too. So that's what I voted on finally. Hmm. Okay. There weren't many There weren't many people there. There, weren't, there wasn't anybody when I came in, but I was there quite a while, and finally there was a few people come in. Hmm. Okay. So it's probably going to be a low-vote day. Hmm. Maybe. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, right. thanks for your eyewitness yeah. report there, Tiny. Thank you. Uh, 919 at DWS on a penny for your thoughts. So we'll see what happens. Again, uh, they're voting out in Muhammad today on this school referendum. We've had quite a bit on that. Of course, uh, big news in basketball. A French forward joins the 2022 class. So uh, able to land a young man from uh, France in uh, Zachary Perrin, 6'11", 220 pounds. Committed to the Illini on Monday, joining a 2022 recruiting class already considered one of the top ten in the country. So that's uh, news in uh, sports. Savoy man accused of running over a man near a bar on campus. 19-year-old Brendan L. Truman, that story in the uh, News Gazette today. And uh, Josh Whitman's going to hold his uh, yearly now that he does meeting with the media roundtable discussion. You'll hear some of the coverage of that and read about some of that in the News Gazette and on the radio. 
920 at DWS on a penny for your thoughts on this primary day. Paul Rudy coming up at 10. John's with us. Good morning, John. Uh, good morning. Um, I was received from the county clerk's office a three different locations that I was able to vote. 2404 Curtis Road, 2604 Curtis Road, and 2501 Windsor Road. Mr. Ammons, uh, must be following some kind of Chicago political way. Uh, maybe I'm supposed to vote three times, but, and honestly, I'm not sure which location I am to vote. Hmm. And I'm going to go today, but, uh, he seems to flub it at every election in one way or another. Last time, a lot, two years ago, it was early vote counting. This time it was unsecure places for ballots. So I'm wondering, what's Mr. Ammons up to? Um, he only needs to dot the I's and cross the T's every two years, and he doesn't seem to be able to do that. So you're so you're voting today, right? Yes, I am. Okay, okay. So did you get the little card? I got a little card the other day that shows me my yeah. precinct. Is that you got? A, you're saying uh, you got a couple of different ones, or uh, I got a card, uh, 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 a voter's registration card that gave me an address on Curtis Road. The card in the mail that for Mr. Amos to notify me where to vote another location on Curtis Road, and then my voter's registration card, which I currently have, a Windsor Road. So hmm. I'm not sure what Mr. Ammons is up to. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, the only reason I ask is because, uh, like, uh, for the early voting, there were multiple places you could go to. You didn't have to go to your specific precinct. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes, uh, sir. So I'm wondering if that's – I don't know if that's part of it or not, but – <laughs> I, I kind of have to laugh. What is he going to do next? I'm sorry to be this way. But That's all right. My good. Thank right. you for your time. Hey, thank you, John. Appreciate you calling. Uh, we're at 9:22. Zoe's up next. Hi, Zoe. Hey, I just wanted to say to people, even if it's hard, go vote. And the other thing I want to say is, shame on the Republicans for not having enough election judges to monitor. And I, uh, it's just shameful. And I think some of them. Um, I don't know what's going on. It's just, um, and I wish I could do it. I mean, you know, I, when I say that, I, I feel guilty because I can't be an election judge. But, <laughs> but mm -hmm. if I could, I'd be doing it. And I just am irritated with the, this, and this is not the first time at all. So uh, it, don't complain if, uh, you know, the elections go bad when you, um, you won't, people won't mm -hmm. be election judges. Yeah, when you anyway. say there weren't enough, you were there not enough Republican election Republicans, judges? Republicans, I, mean, I mean, there are plenty of Democrats. I think Aaron Ammons told uh, Mrs. Deering that there were, I think it was like 80-20 on the Demo, you know, with the Democrats in favor, I think. I'm not sure. I'm not sure I have the number right, but it was, it was horrible. And so, um, anyway, there just aren't enough Republicans doing it. Thank you for correcting me on that. I, <laughs> I'm, try, I'm trying to hurry. I'm on my way out the door to vote. That's all right. So, okay. Thanks, Brian. Thank you, Zoe. Appreciate it. All right, 923 at DWS on a penny for your thoughts. Let me get a break in. Back with more here on this primary day, 2022. Nine twenty-seven here on this uh, primary day on this Tuesday. Just wonder if uh, how it's going for you. We've heard different things that people are saying they've uh, experienced so far as far as uh, voting. 
uh, in various places. Maybe you've got some other reports. You say uh, some people saying, hey, the machines aren't working or this isn't working or that's not working. Uh, just wondering if you're, you've are you got some folks out there that say, hey, no, everything went fine on my end. Uh, or either way, just let me know. News Talk 1400, 93.9 FM, Beef House in Covington, Indiana. Things uh, always go well over there. And uh, make sure you make the uh, drive over to the Beef House in Covington, Indiana. Exit 4. I had somebody text me once. What's the exit? It's exit 4. There are a couple of exits in Covington, so make sure that uh, you get the right one. I mean, nothing wrong with driving through the rest of Covington, but uh, if you want to get to the Beef House, it is exit 4. And they do have a couple of the, uh, if you go to beefhouserules.com, the uh, dinner theater, they've got a couple of shows uh, happening here in the month of July and into August. You can contact the uh, box office at the Beef House or the Beef House Dinner Theater, 217-499-5355, season, Elvis the Musical happening in the uh, month of July. Just uh, go to BeefHouseRolls.com. You can look for information there. And then Rockin' the Ivories, five pianos up there on stage. This is late July and early August, featuring the music of Billy Joel, Stevie Wonder, Ray Charles, Elton John, Little Richard, Carol King, and Jerry Lee Lewis. So you can check that out. Go to beefhouserolls.com. Uh, let's see here. There were Republicans. A text says, making inquiries to the clerk's office about becoming election judges. They never received a response. Uh, one listener says, another says, in regards to the caller that said, shame on the Republicans for not having enough election judges, at least in the last election. Aaron Ammons was on Penny for your thoughts and said, please call if you're a Republican to become an election judge as we need more Republican election judges. Listener says, we immediately called in and they said it was too difficult to train us in time for the election. Another uh, text says, I just voted in Muhammad. No issues there. And another one says, big surprise controversy created by Ammons. Okay, I think I've got everything in here up to the moment. Liz is up next. Good morning, Liz. Good morning. Uh, one of my friends worked, uh, wanted to work the last election, and when she went in uh, for the training, why she said, he said, if you can't type fast, then don't even uh, consider it. Hmm. So she said, you know, when you're a, a, a senior citizen and you've been retired for a while, maybe your typing is not as good as it used to be. And so she said, well, then he doesn't want us. So he's not been very kind to Republican judges or people that would serve as judges. Hmm. So that's all I had to say. Okay, so there's a minimum speed you got to be able to type? Is that... Kind of that's that's... Hmm. Okay. Anyway, thank you. Thank you, Liz. Appreciate it. We go from Liz to Jeff. How you doing, Jeff? Good morning, Brian. How are you? Good. 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 So, uh, so I got up, Brian, about quarter after eight. I vote over at Parkland College. Okay. And <clears throat> they've changed the location like three times, so it was kind of hard to find. I might save some people some trouble. Parkland College, it's the main entrance, okay? The east side, kind of where the bookstore is. Yep. 
you go in those doors and you still, it's still confusing because there's some signs, but not, you know, like arrows. So when you walk in the main entrance, take an immediate quick right and you'll find it. Hmm. Okay. Main entrance. I had no, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Main entrance. Take a quick right turn. Uh, there was three elderly people working. I thanked them for their service. Uh, got my ballot. You know, went out and showed me an interest in the machine. I was out. There's only two of us in there. Mm, okay, but everything worked yeah. okay. Oh, yeah, perfectly. Good. Good. Yep. Okay. So that's my story, and on the sports end, I'm excited about this guy we got coming in, Brian. I think that was the missing piece. Oh, yeah. Another big guy yeah. that's athletic, and a lot of people wanted him. Oh, so oh, it sounds like he uh, and he just keeps getting better and better. I, mm-hmm. I, I like this. I'm glad that Brad kept those scholarships open. Absolutely. Hey, thank you, yep. Jeff. Appreciate the update. Okay, we'll see you. All right, okay, there bye. you go. We're getting our eyes and ears out there. That voter from uh, Parkland. 932 News Headlines here. Let me get to those, and we'll come back with more. i got a short amount of time here, so I better do this. Our update here on the news brought to you by Blaine's Farm and Fleet, your ag headquarters, helping you get the job done right with farm supplies and equipment, fencing, feed, and more. Wisconsin-based, family-owned since 1955. Back with more here in a moment. All right, on this uh, primary day, good to have you with us. Only with you for an hour today, and uh, that's just the way the schedule works. And we've got uh, Paul Rudy and On the Money coming up at uh, 10 o'clock. They'll have some good information for you. We'll break down all the results tomorrow with uh, Patrick Finkston. We'll have him on and discuss uh, the races. Of course, the big uh, congressional race, Miller and and Davis. The winner there is essentially going to be the congressman from that district. I mean, the congressman or congresswoman, because uh, there's much, not much... Uh, I mean, the district is drawn heavily Republican, so we'll see. And then the 13th Congressional District, going to have a couple people come out of there, one on the Democratic side, one on the Republican side, and that'll set up the general election. Darren Bailey, in the polls anyway, is polling well. We'll see if he winds up winning the Republican nomination, which will set the stage for the general election against Governor Pritzker. All right, we're just taking a sampling here this morning. Your experience at the polls, if it went well or if it didn't went well, didn't go well. Uh, let's see. A text says, I just walked to Bible Baptist Church, church there on Kirby, and voted without issue. Okay, that's one. Had a couple callers say they had issues there. Uh, now this uh, listener says they voted without an issue. Um, I voted at 6, 10 a.m. this morning. Man, you were there first. There was one other voter at my poll. The poll worker accidentally gave me two ballots. I didn't notice until I went to fill out the back side. I returned the extra ballot and was thanked for my honesty. Well, uh, good for you there. That's good. Uh, let's see here. A week ago, I called Aaron Ammon's office, spoke to Philip to get a sample election ballot. The News Gazette published one, but I must have thrown it out. I went to the Ammon's website, or the county clerk's website, and there was only a login where you could put your driver's license and name in. I wanted to get information for a neighbor. That doesn't seem very transparent. I would think the clerk would be anxious to reveal the people running in the primary. Instead, they made it very difficult to find out who was running. Uh, hi, Brian. Tabulating machine having issues in Sydney. Many ballots will have to be hand-counted, a listener says. All right, let's see here. Thomasboro polling is non-functional. FYI, I heard the same, that Gifford is down as well. 
Okay. Thomas Merrill says polling is not functional. Heard the same thing, FYI, that Gifford is down as well. All right. Uh, 2021, I voted early at Parkland College. I was in and out within five minutes. This year, I requested a ballot by mail and dropped it in a drop box when I was running errands in town. Of course, I'm just one person. This is an antidote, but I've never had any issues voting in Champaign County. Okay, uh, I think I'm up to date. Uh, Jim is with us. Good morning, Jim. Good morning, Brian. Good Beautiful morning. day out there. Yes, it is. It's it's really disappointing to hear about all the problems. I know the judges work very hard to um, work the, the election to make sure people can vote. We spent millions of dollars buying all these new machines, and somehow they're not operating properly. Um, on the issue of Republican judges, uh, we we told him two months ago in a county board meeting that there was problems with people signing in. You can only sign in on the computer. And when you called the office, you couldn't get responses. When people finally did get a response, um, they went through the training process and had problems with it, but were never called to say whether they were actually a judge or not. Hmm. Um, the, the clerk sent a notice to the Republicans two days ago after telling many different candidates there was 400 Republican judges, but he sent a notice two days ago telling us there wasn't enough judges for the polling places. Hmm. It seems the clerk wants to encourage mail-in balloting more than allowing people to vote who'd like to vote in person. Um, I don't know how we hold them accountable for this, um, but it's very disappointing that now people who want to vote on Election Day are having so many difficulties. Well, I'm trying to figure out, is it the process of becoming, I mean, like if you're, you want to be a Democratic judge, don't you Don't you go through the same process? I mean, don't you log in? And, yeah. I mean, so they're not having issues on that side? Or well, is, I, I assume they are, because everybody who has tried to sign in, okay. but somehow there's over 1,000 Democrat judges and there was a focus on those, apparently, but not Republican judges or re- responding to Republican judges. He's went through a lot of the judges that have historically been involved in in being election judges, and many of them don't use those computers, you know, sign in and mm-hmm. go through this process and the training well, but they're very good judges on election day, Democrat and Republican. And we've been told by many different people that they weren't asked to be judges again. Yeah. So how many judges do you train people? How many judges do you typically need for a typical primary day? I mean, is it well? There's 60 polling places mm-hmm. that they've they've been trimmed. Um, so you've got to have three to four, three to five, and based on the the uh, voting by party, uh, either there'll be more Republicans or more Democrats. And so it it affects how the the polling place is judged properly by the two parties. Uh, when there's not enough Republican judges, we were told that um, people were being asked to have two pieces of ID up in Rantoul yesterday, and they weren't allowed to vote until the Republican judge showed up in the afternoon. So we don't you know we don't know all these things that are happening, but uh, obviously the. You know, it suppresses the vote when you're, you can't vote. Yeah. People are pushed that's, away. That's I mean, people are going to work. People are going to work 
stopping on the way to vote and they're told they can't. So they don't have the time to, you know, to correct that. Maybe they might have time after work if they don't have to pick up their children or something like right. that. But hmm. no, it's not. It, it's it's really disappointing. Yeah. So All right. Hey, thank you, Jim. Thank you. Appreciate you checking in. Uh, we've got uh, Texer says his Ammons running unopposed. I believe he is on the Democratic side. Now, I know there's a Republican candidate, but I don't think there's – I could be wrong, but I don't think there's a Republican primary on the Republican side. I think we're already set for the uh, general election. There is a Republican running, and I think it's for the fall. Now, somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that's right. Is it is it Terrence Stuber? Is, it, is that who I'm thinking of? Yeah, that's dangerous, thinking off the top of my head. I'll, I'll double-check it. 9.42 at uh, DWS on a penny for your thoughts. Back in a moment here on a busy Tuesday on primary day. Get out and vote. Nine forty-six. Ryan Dallas Real Estate. If you're looking to move a home, sell a home, I mean, and move into a home or whatever the case may be, they can help you do that. They've helped. Nearly 400 families already here in 2022. The clear leader in uh, home sold and client satisfaction. When you need results, you need the dedicated team at Ryan Dallas Real Estate. Immensely helpful and supportive. Some of the comments, very easy process, made our home buying process very smooth despite the stressful housing market. Don't leave any money on the table if you're selling or if you're moving. Get in that uh, you know, coming soon program. They can help with that too. Voted number one year after year after year in the News Gazette's People's Choice Award, Ryan Dallas Real Estate, one of our great sponsors, are all great, on Penny for Your Thoughts. Uh, hi, Brian. Tried to vote when polls opened this morning in Muhammad. It took until 6.40 to be able to vote. Many people went away instead of voting. Election judges were calling other locations, and they were all down as well, uh, Kevin says. It is Terrence Stuber, the county clerk. Uh, there is no primary. I mean, they're on the... There's one candidate, Aaron Ammons on the Democratic side, Terrence Stuber on the Republican side. I checked out Terrence's uh, Facebook page. He's been walking uh, in several of the parades here locally, Rantoul and Tolono and et cetera. Uh, County Sheriff Dustin Harmon, of course, on the Democratic side. Republican have a primary, John Brown and Gregory Worrell. County Executive Steve Summers, just a Democrat there, and County Treasurer Cassandra Johnson. So not a whole lot of races there in the primary. And, uh, yes, Brian, they say it is it is the Mr. Stuber, S-T-U-B-E-R. Uh, he was in the parade this past Saturday in Tolono. I had the pleasure of chatting with him for a quick minute. He mentioned wanting to clean up the mess Mr. Ammons has created and earn the trust of the people of Champaign County. So it is Terrence Stuber. I was right. Sometimes it's... It's dangerous to uh, think of things off the top of your head, but it, it something stuck in there somewhere, <laughs> I guess, which is pretty good. Uh, jamming Jimmy Bean, he's been voting, I guess, right, Jimmy? Uh, I'm going to vote here in just a little bit, Okay, Brian. all um, right. Yep, and uh, good morning to you. Yes, sir. I want to say that uh, <clears throat> I don't regret uh, making the statement that I made yesterday on your program, I'll own up to what I have to say and this, that, and the other. What I do regret was that the gentleman who called back and assumed that I hate Donald Trump or anyone, and that's just so... Anyone who knows me as a human being knows today uh, I hate no one. I'm, I study and practice Buddhism, and I try to love and care for all sentient and human beings on the planet. Mm -hmm. So 
I don't have any hate for anybody. Um, I, I don't have time for that. So anyway, I did a little bit of research last night because I knew that today this would be the topic. Now, my research is on the general election, obviously, which is not the primaries, and I understand there'll be less people then. But this is just, this is disheartening to me, Brian. When we report elections, we talk about who got the majority of, of votes, right? Mm-hmm. And that's, okay, that's, that's reported, and we get that information. The fact of the matter is, in, the, in, the, in this, in this election that we had in in 2020 and most of them prior to that uh to my belief that the research i did was on 2020 is that uh quite honestly neither of the candidates would have gotten what you would call the majority when it comes to the people in the united states that are eligible to vote neither of the candidates got that many votes so here it is in 2020 according to the u.s census bureau there were 258.3 million adults, 18 years or older, and eligible to vote. But also, according to the U.S. Census Bureau, 155 million people voted. That's a million and three or so. A hundred. I'm sorry, 155 and 258 on the other million. So that's over 103 million people that just go, eh, I don't care enough to vote. You know, Biden got 81 million votes. Trump got 74. 103 million said, eh, I don't, I don't feel like messing with it. And I, I cannot comprehend that at all. All of the people in our history that have fought and bled and died for the right to vote, and people take that for granted, I, I just, it's baffling to me. Yeah. No, it's even more true in local elections. I mean, you just get a very, very small percentage of people that take the time to vote, you know, in your municipal elections. I mean, you look at some of the wards in Urbana. I mean, if you, you know, four, five hundred, six hundred people vote, and that's it, if that. Yep. And so, and, what you're what you're doing then by not voting is you're allowing those people to choose your leaders. And if that's if you're okay with that, I guess you're okay with that. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but yeah. I, I I like to be a part of the process, and I know how many I know the struggles that people. You know, from women to, you know, and blacks and, and every, you know, for the right to vote. It's a, it, you know, it's an honor to step into that booth and place your vote. Um, Absolutely. So I hope people will get out there and do that. Very good. All right, Jimmy. All right. Thank thanks, you, Brian. sir. Yep. See you soon. Uh, 951, another quick break. Back with more here on A Penny for Your Thoughts. Man, this went fast. On A Penny for Your Thoughts. Here as we uh, work our way to the top of the hour, 10 o'clock news from CBS. See if there's any more Supreme Court rulings about to come out. They should be about done. They only have a couple more days before the end of the term. Of course, the big Roe versus Wade uh, decision came down Friday. You had the one with the, uh, the praying coach. There from the state of Washington. That was the one that came down uh, yesterday. And there's a couple more that are that are still out there. A couple of texts that have come in on this uh, primary day. Ammons, Aaron Ammons isn't worried about the fall. He approved before all you have to he, he proved before all you have to do is make sure all the students vote exactly by the paper he gives them and you'll he'll be fine. <laughs> okay, talking about the Students voting on uh, campus. 
Uh, good morning, Brian. What time is Josh having his roundtable press conference today? Uh, basically what he does, I think it's one thirty today, I think, but basically what he does is uh, holds it on campus. Um, the members of the media attend. Uh, it's not, you know, it's it's a private session, basically. He just talks about, you know, all the different things that are happening on campus, uh, kind of review of the year, state of the union, I guess, so to speak, or state of the athletic department is what Josh does. It's been very helpful because it gives uh, those of us that are on the uh, team, as far as the broadcast team or in the media, a chance, Scott Ritchie and others, to Bob Osmussen, to kind of get a little background on what's happening. Uh, and then, of course, after it's over, then he does a lot of uh, one-on-one interviews uh, with media, radio, TV, newspaper, and that's a lot of the, the coverage you see in the uh, in the paper and on the radio and on TV the next day. So, uh, But it's it's very helpful, and I, I've always enjoyed it when he's done that, and I'll be over there today for that and just kind of listen in because uh, you get a you know quite a bit of time. Uh, many times when you speak to uh, Josh, it's for you know a half-hour interview or 20 minutes or 10 minutes or whatever. This is a, a lot more in-depth. So I, I think it's great that he uh, does it. All right, uh, Texter on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line says, hopefully today is the day we unseat Rodney Davis. He never should have been our rep. It should have been Erica Harold. That's interesting. Erica's got a, a new job. Uh, what working, I think, for the Supreme Court. So we'll see what happens with uh, Mary Miller and Rodney Davis. Of course, the redistricting and the map. The maps are ridiculous. The way they drew them, I mean, it's just silly. The way they do it, but the way they drew it is they drew Rodney Davis out of his district, made a new thirteenth, which is the one we've had several candidates on. That if you're in the metro area or Savoy or down towards uh, Decatur and Springfield and towards East St. Louis. It's drawn as a Democratic district. The rest of the area, of central middle uh, part of the state, is uh, heavily Republican, heavily conservative, and a lot of Trump voters. And that's why you're hearing all the uh, vitriol back and forth between Rodney Davis and Mary Miller. Because they're trying to out-conservative each other because it's a really conservative district. And we'll see what happens. It'll be a... It'll be a close one, I think. And the uh, governor's uh, primary, of course, the GOP, they've been uh, running all those ads you've heard and seen, an uh, endless stream of them. will be interesting to see when the general election starts how many ads we're going to see and how soon. If it is Darren Bailey, if it's whoever, Jesse Sullivan or whoever, how early the ads uh, start for the general election. But today is primary day. Get out and vote. Thanks for all the eyes and ears and input. We'll talk to you tomorrow about it with the day after on WDWS Champaign-Urbana. We're back tomorrow.